0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNC's apply. Joining us out of the UK is celebrated football journalist Matt Reed. You can follow him at Matt Reed66. He's now passing that on and teaching the next generation how it's done. Matt, how are you, sir?
1: I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit low energy after a very late night getting back from Wembley, but it was uh it was it was worth it for the experience.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I know you're a passionate England fan and you love to see your team do well and and that can be hard to balance being a journalist, you know, having the critical eye but at the same time wanting their team to do well. Um there were some things you could take away from that game that make things seem all rosy, I guess, if you're an England England fan. But uh, if you put the critical eye on, there are things that are obviously still not quite right in that camp.
1: Oh goodness, yeah, absolutely. There is, there are, there are significant uh, um, issues which have been um, which have reared their head over the last um, five matches uh, during the uh, Nations League campaign, in particular. Um, and the squad is, uh, is, is not uh, as coherent and the uh, performances on the pitch are not as uh, organised and are not as... Uh, well, well the, the key point really is that the energy and the effort doesn't appear to be there that was there um, at the end of the European Championships.
0: Now, 3 all with Germany on the face of it, if you didn't see that game, sounds all right. But uh, really, you know, the Germans dominated the first hour, and I think Gary, Gary Lineker it was that tweeted, um, and you know, if that bloke uh, if that bloke says it, I, I, I tend to believe it. He's, he said, "Why can't England play like they're two 0 down all the time? Because that's when they play their best football."
1: Yeah, and it, and it's and it's it's definitely what happened um, at the start of the match. England were playing um with the handbrake on they were uh, they weren't sapping into tackles they weren't um pushing bodies forward um there, were, there was a moment when um when uh england started to uh to attack the ball, ball just broke fairly kindly in the attacking uh half uh, and, and there was a four on four on five uh breakaway opportunity where admittedly there were more german defenders back there were five germans um but Jude Bellingham was going to, was was in possession of the ball, and it was and it looked like a, like an opportunity to really catch them because the, the pitch was stretched for the first time for England. Um, but what happened was that um, Bellingham picked the ball up, he played a pass, looked over his shoulder, stopped running, and you're wondering why when when there are so few players forward when there are there were six defenders back behind you. Uh, and you 're in possession of the ball why why are you concerned about what 's happening behind you down the pitch? Why are you concerned about your your defensive responsibilities when there's a chance to go there and attack and that was that was what was happening for for the for most of the uh, of the first half. we weren't getting the bodies forward um uh, Raheem sterling phil foden and uh, and Harry kane were the attacking play attacking three who appeared to be uh, permitted to be attacking with the uh, with with no concern for defence, um, but but the rest of the team, um, if if one of the, one of our wing backs we were playing uh, playing a three four three formation, if one of our wing backs was pushed forward, be it Rhys James on the right, and it was typically James or Luke Shaw on the left, the other one was staying back behind the halfway line, and the question was why we weren't playing against extreme pace, um, we weren't playing with with uh, with significant weaknesses in defence, even though uh, a couple of our defenders aren't particularly on form at the moment. Uh, there's just this extremely cautious and conservative approach to uh, to attacking football, and and it was it was really stark. The, the other key detail was that when we were when England were in attacking positions, um, there was there was uh, we were being harried um, for the ball. We were being pressured. Uh, was, as soon as we got into the attacking half, the Germans were on us, not allowing not allowing us any significant time to be uh, to be creating or to be you know to be in a in a, a free position to be slowly building up and, and preparing attacks it was all about pace when the Germans were attacking we were allowing them to get to within 25 yards of our goal without any kind of significant pressure on the ball and there were moments where um where we had uh, eight players back they were marking almost nobody um just standing in a, in a row of two banks of four or, or or as it was it was a bank of 5 and a bank of 3 um but they were marking no one. And the space was still there and there was no pressure on the ball. The whole energy of the team and the whole um, confidence and the attitude was in complete contrast to what it was during the European Championships when there was high energy, when there was a high press and when there was a, it was a real determined uh, and uh, unified work rate to win balls back and to close down the opposition and to attack as, as a, a, a massive mob. Uh, and all of that has gone over uh, over the last six to nine months.
0: Would it be fair to say that Southgate is creating problems for himself? I mean, he's obviously against Germany deciding that he wants to play, you know, three at the back with wingbacks, which can become five at the back, as you've, as you've said, you know, at times they had eight back because Bellingham was sitting with Rice as well. Um, but is the reason that he's playing that way because he insists on selecting guys who have been, in inverted commas, loyal to him, people like maguire people like Shaw, people even like Dyer to an extent yeah there, there are, there's
1: there's there are problems that are being created um through um through a lack of uh willingness to uh, to change and to adapt i i i was very much of the uh, of the Gareth southgate camp um with harry maguire in the fact that maguire up until yesterday's match where there were two glaring errors uh, and there are a couple of other moments um actually maguire hasn't let england down he's been a consistent performer and his form has been significantly better for england than it has for Manchester united um in the recent past uh, which has led to uh, Manchester united him falling out of favor there losing his place and and seemingly rightly so as results of improves um so I had no issue with Harry Maguire being played, but Harry Maguire's confidence, again, he was, he was booed, not as vociferously, but he was booed before the match began, um, which is another chip away at his confidence. And um, he, he had some horror moments. I mean, giving the, gave the ball away and then um, uh, had, a, had a, a scything chop. Um, to give away a penalty on Musiala, there was also um, there also other moments where he was in possession and he just he looked nervous, he looked scared, uh, and and he was and he was taking up positions on the pitch, which which he wouldn't have done. He would have been ten ten yards further up the pitch. He would have been spreading wider as part of a three and having his marauding runs forward. And his confidence is impacted, um, and it's gone on to affect the team shape. And the general confidence overall uh, of those around him. And with uh, this was, however, the first match where he has struggled for England. But I think I think now uh, it was a turning point for me, um, where he was a problem. He was a significant issue for England, and I would be absolutely amazed if, uh, if come the first match of the uh, of the World Cup. Harry Maguire, if he's not played seen the, uh, like a number of games from Manchester United and being really back on it, if he was to be starting that match because he was a, he was problematic yesterday.
0: What about um, you know the, Gareth Southgate has been criticised. In fact, there have been some people saying that you know they should replace him as manager before the World Cup, which I think might be just taking a little bit too far just at the moment, but. What about guys like Tamori, you know gone to AC Milan, he's doing a job over there, he's playing in that team all the time, he's a left-sided defender, he can play in a three, he can play in a two, uh, yet he didn't even get in the 23 today. Um, is that short-sightedness? Is it some sort of he plays in a farmer's league xenophobia from Southgate? What are you thinking?
1: I, 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 there, there were hints of that uh, at, uh, at Southgate's press conference, Um I was there. Which day was it? before the match? A few days before the match. When um, when comment? No, actually, it was, it was the when the the, the reveal um, press conference when he was talking about players being called up and and plans for what would be happening, etc. Um, at that point, he was defending um, the name of um, of Harry Maguire, still talking about him, what he believed of him to be the best defender at Manchester United and actually the best defender for England, um, but. He he also referenced Tomori and he referenced the league that he plays in. Now, Serie A is a remarkably strong league, but it doesn't have the depths that the Premier League has. I, I can't disagree with it at that point. But he was he was labouring that point. He was labouring the fact that uh, there weren't the consistent challenges and to get into the team of the year team of the year for Serie A and to be. Um, you know, at one of the best teams and you know, being a star defender there, it didn't come with quite the level of gravitas as playing in the Premier League. Um, the fact is that when he played for, uh, came in and played for, uh, for England, he actually looked pretty good. He has played for England already. And, and it, it was almost like he was making a point the other day. Um, or yes, I'm sorry, earlier today for you guys. Um, there was a chance to have Tomori on the bench. There was a the chance to uh, to be uh, to be playing a few uh, few different players, but he he nailed his colours to the mast with some of his old the, the, the bulk of his old stages and the, the likes of um, Trent Alexander Arnold, who hasn't been consistently backed, um, that James Ward-Prowse, who a lot of people are thinking should be given more of an opportunity in the in the in the sitting midfield positions, um, and Fakayo Tomore, weren't uh, weren't included in the overall in this in this 23 man squad, so I had no chance of playing. Admittedly, there is the, the quality at centre half isn't incredible that we have, but we do have a a, a large number of seven out of ten players. Mark Martin who's been very good at Crystal Palace, um, playing very well when he when he's playing against the better teams as well. But you compare playing for Crystal Palace compared to playing you know in European competition and to winning leagues at Serie A. I mean, if if one of those players is viewed as being having the experience of being good enough, why is the other one? And it, it was a it was a curious a curious stance because he's quite a worldly wise figure. He also during the same press conference Southgate referenced about how England fans tend to only tend to obsess over our league and keep an eye on our players. But it, does, it did feel like that was exactly what he was doing when he left for um, Tamori out. Of course, we don't see training, uh, and I put out a tweet um, tweet yesterday. About the, the the what I perceive to be the the, the key details, the key um, criteria on which Southgate selects his players, and there's no doubt that players who follow the party line, who are who are rigid in their in their chasing and in their in, in their defensive work, in the in the way they follow a structure and follow a plan, um, these are very key key details for Gareth Southgate, and it feels to me like uh, Tomori... Uh, and uh, and Alexander Arnold haven't demonstrated these things enough to Gareth Southgate in training and in matches um, for him to want to back them. Um, but it, it look at their league form and say, well, actually, well, especially well for the case of Tomori because the league form, the the guy deserves a chance.
0: Yeah, well, totally. I mean, Tomori, I think you know. Uh... Definitely, given that centre back is such a weak point. I mean, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. There's a, you, you got lots, a lot of options there. But centre back, I mean, you do. The, the other, the other call is well, if if you're struggling for quality at centre back, why are you playing three of them and not two of them? Um, that would be yeah. you know, that would that would be the other conversation. That would give you a bit more balance, I think, as well, particularly when you're going forward.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely, and and it, and it almost. There's, with the three at the back, so often they're, they're marking no one. The players are redundant. And they only become uh, key players when the Germans are attacking. Now, if you stop the ball from getting through to the point where the Germans are attacking the centre-halves and you have your midfield loaded with players rather than having so many centre-backs, um, then it, it, kind of, it makes them less of a prominent detail. At the moment, the ball's coming through and they are like a, like a panicked, uh, last line of defense as they as they as they always will be the defense um but there are so many of them back they don't do anything and they don't fill any space or or, or block any players out or fulfill a purpose until it's panic stations and do you want your uh, your flimsiest and like least confident and at least resilient part of your team to be um panicking to be at a point where where they're having to think really quickly etc um it, it doesn't make any sense to me the other point that doesn't make any any sense is we we have these so we have the three centre backs. Uh, last night it was Stones who went off injured, admittedly. Uh, Eric Dyer and Maguire. Um, we then have the two wing backs. If the wing backs are sitting back deep, it means you aren't pushing back the opposition. The wing backs were sitting back; they were playing in deep positions generally. Uh, and you then have two midfielders, both of which who are more about about uh, about diligence and about ball retention than actually getting forward. Jude Bellingham is a to boxer. boxer and who was pretty good last night. Um, it's been exaggerated to a point how well he played, but he was a good player, and he made it. And he, made it. he definitely was one of England's better players. But then you have Declan Rice. So if you, if you have all those players together, that's seven players who are all sitting deep and who are all welcoming, who all have giant m- amounts of space in front of them, which the Germans are free to attack into. And that's why the Germans were able to get within 25 yards of the England goal without having a, having a glove put on them. And... Um, if, you, if you were to be, if you were to be um, having your midfield and playing playing four at the back and having a midfield, which is challenging the spaces further up the pitch, you, you'd remove that threat on on the the weakness of the England team.
0: Where are you then? Um, you mentioned him, Trent Alexander Arnold. Uh, I mean, I think Reece James is the form right back in the UK at the moment. And I mean, if you're if you're going to select a squad of twenty three, then uh, you know you, you you've got to pick and choose who you do take. I think if he's your number one, uh, you've got then Kyle Walker who can play. Uh, is is a very good right back in his own right, or can play as a wide play uh, the wide centre back in a three on the right, and you have got Kieran Trippier who can play either side. I mean, if you got those three, you don't need Trent Alexander Arnold. And the thing with those three is that they all track back.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, there's there's that, and there's also that if your if your wing back isn't going to be more winger than back then you need to have players who can who can defend and who are who are diligent in their positioning and Reece James as much as he's an attacking wing back he wasn't freed up very well to do that yesterday to, to be fair James didn't play well yesterday he was he gave the ball away into very silly positions um and, and and wasn't uh wasn't as strong as he typically is but for me both he and uh, and kyle walker are the standout right backs they're, they're both world-class right backs and they can defend uh, and they've proven themselves for that uh, with walker's um ability to slot in as a center half as he did very well at uh, the world cup and the euros uh, and also with um with kieran trippier's ability to be able to play on the at left back and right back and his set piece delivery Um, those three are quite a distance ahead of of Trent Alexander-Arnold. And um, Alexander-Arnold was left out of the 23. Um, He hasn't been playing in recent matches. Admittedly, when England have been playing poorly. Um, But his, his face doesn't fit for England. And his form has also been... It's been it's been the, the worst, his worst form of the last three or four years. Has has come over the start of this season when he's been he's been caught out of position and there've been there've been communication issues between the centre backs and him at Liverpool. So it would take a major swing for uh, for Alexander Arnold to make the squad. It, it does look like it's between Walker and uh, and James to be the starter, and that will depend if it's a three or if it's a four played at the back.
0: Mm, yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, I th- I think England would look better with with Walker, if they're going to play a three, with Walker playing on the right side of the back three behind James because then he's got the pace to cover James if he does get caught forward. But, you know, I mean, that's a, a decision for Southgate to make. I know there's plenty, he's getting plenty in the in the press at the moment. They want to see him play more 4-3-3, play more attacking brand of football. When you look at England's group, Matt, just before we let you go, at the World Cup, the USA, they lost 2-0 to Japan on the weekend, uh the Uruguayans got beaten by Iran, which is interesting, who are also in the group. And, you know, then you've got Wales, which is a bit of a derby. So how are you feeling about that World Cup group right at this moment in time?
1: Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> when when the when the draw was made, um, because of how England were playing, because of the recent tournament record, um, because of the form of individual players, I um, was feeling very happy about it um i i am I'm, I'm still fairly confident the the response that occurred uh yesterday in the second half uh I'm hoping that Southgate isn't pig headed isn't stubborn doesn't have his back up against the media. What often happens with uh, with England managers is that the media when they, when they and i 'm saying they because it 's not me, I promise you uh, I try to keep a very balanced uh, approach to this, and uh, the magazines do generally but it, but the, the 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 red top and the tabloid media are tenacious and ferocious uh, and they, they, they sense blood and they go for it now when this happens, England managers often are being told what they should do and they're being mocked by the papers for not doing certain things and um, belittled to a point for, oh God, it's just so, so clearly obvious that this needs to happen. What you need is a manager to um, to not be concerned about about um, following somebody else's plan and a manager to, uh, to, to experiment when, the, when the things aren't going well. And if one of those experiments is to follow what the plan of the, of the, the, the British media generally is suggesting, which is four three three, which is to play with our strengths, which is to uh, leave Harry Maguire out, give him a rest. If he doesn't play regularly in the next, in the next month, then even to leave him out of the squad because he's he's a broken man at the moment and I think I think personally he's a fabulous defender when he's confident when he's on song but at the moment he's not. Um, but if you do all of those things, and if you play with a handbrake off, you play with maximum pace. If you play with a with a high pressing mentality, if you don't concern yourself with having six or seven men back back all the time if you if you have some confidence in your centre backs and in your defensive midfielder to be sweeping up the problems then England can go on and they can beat serious challenges for the semi-finals onwards in the competition the squad is certainly that good confidence is a major issue at the moment and confidence is key so um now from from being someone who 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 thought with um with 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 reason uh, that England can uh, and could be uh, be challenging for the World Cup, even though I felt that the uh, the last World Cup squad and the European Championship squad was in a better place to go and do that. I'm I'm now much less confident about that. The 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 group has the feeling of the group that England had at the uh, 2010 World Cup, when, when we faced America again, Slovenia and Algeria. It, had, it was full of full of gimmies and a little bit of the unknown. Um, and we were awful in that tournament. But despite how awful we were, and despite how awful we were for a long time under the Sven-Goran Eriksson's in Germany and the Fabio Capello's in uh, in South Africa, and even through to Roy Hodgson, uh, I still believe that, uh, that Southgate is more of a level-headed and an analytical manager, and he will come to the conclusion that Harry Maguire isn't ready for this. He's not suitable. So I'm confident that we will get a better tune out of the players off the back partly of how we responded last night and hopefully that will be a, the, the ultimate underline that 4-3-3 and allowing the attacking players to attack with pace and tenacity is the way for England to really do well at
0: this World Cup. Yeah, 100% agree with you, Matt. 100% agree with you. It'll be interesting to see what happens given that there are no more games officially between now and that World Cup kicking off. Hey, listen, thanks very much for giving us so much time uh, tonight, mate. Really appreciate it. Go well and uh, hopefully you can get some sleep soon, eh? Great pleasure. Cheers, Ricardo. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, Matt Reed there, out of the UK, talking football.